All right, welcome back, Solidarity Squad, to another episode of Solidarity Sports Network. I'm joined today by Stevan Smith. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Doing great. Uh, we are one man short, uh, but we'll do our best to fill in on this betting episode of uh, SSN. So first off, we got to react to, uh, you know, we got a lot of best ball DFS drafts uh, that we've been breaking down over the course of the playoffs. And finally, you know, you had your last chance to enter into best ball uh, in the divisional round to play out. Uh, you had some battle royales, uh, you know, some DFS to take care of. Also this weekend, uh, we try to break it down the best we could. We were right and wrong on some of our picks. Uh, so let's go over the scorecard, Stevan. Okay, so starting with our previous picks from the first edition of the Solidarity Six Pack, unfortunately, we were one for six. Um, the only one that we got right was Chase scoring a touchdown. Uh, the main two that we were wrong on was um, was oh Isaiah Hodges didn't get anywhere near the end zone, so that's one. Yeah. But you know, ah, <laughs> uh, tragic. What, 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 what are you gonna What are you gonna do against the Eagles? But uh, I, I, there was Ingram not going over and Gabe Davis not going over. I definitely those are didn't close. See, those are close. Those, they well the, the the Gabe Davis one was like I definitely didn't expect the Bengals defense to play that good. I thought that right. and Josh Allen did target Gabe Davis down the field a lot. It just didn't yeah you know come through. There was one where he actually caught the ball and the, the Bengals defender just like knocked it out of his hands or yeah. whatever. So yeah. you know he just had a he just had a rough game in the snow, which you wouldn't expect from the Bills, but here we are. Uh, you know, Angram just didn't get, you know, those yards after catch that he was getting, you know, down the stretch of the season. And Hodgson didn't get in the end zone, and that um, I believe we bet the over on the on the right, Bengals yeah, Bengals game, which the people. snow just kind of took that yeah, out of question. Like it was, yeah, and it was. It, I mean, the Bengals had no problem, but the Bills definitely did, which again, unexpected. But yeah, we didn't do so well with that. But fortunately, you know, for our best ball teams, I was able to get three teams to the to the semifinals. Uh, one of them was my original mitten team that I was telling you about uh, that I I drafted Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott as my quarterback, so I'm kind of screwed now because <laughs> I'm <don't laughs> a quarterback playing. But the other Up the two, like, without a paddle, yeah. But the other two are Eagles teams. So like you know, Jalen Hurts was QB one this week with about 23 points. Uh, Dallas Goddard had 15. Devontae Smith was uh, wide receiver two with 15 and a half points. Christian Kirk was actually wide receiver one. Believe it or not, that was kind of crazy. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, tra- but Travis Kelsey's not a receiver, though, and he was by far the best skill player. Actually, you know what? C.D. Lamb was wide receiver one, sorry. So C.D. had 18, uh, Christian Kirk had 17, and then, you know, Devontae Smith had 15 and a half. So Devontae Smith was up there. I had him on the team. I, um, But, yeah, basically, if you went all full send on the Eagles, especially Kenneth Gainwell, who ended up beca- being RB2 on the, uh, on the weekend besides Mixon, uh, with that late touchdown, that was that was pretty crazy. But, yeah, like that's kind of how the six-pack went. You know, we're, uh, we're going to do a better job this weekend. We did a little bit more research, and hopefully we have a better result. I mean, yeah, the, the, the six-pack, I mean, yeah, Gabe Davis, we were hoping on that home run play. They were dialing it up, so – you know, a, a lot of these things, as does betting goes, which anybody listening to this probably knows the heartbreaks of parlays yeah. just not coming together sure, because yeah. the game script goes out of whack or, you know, I mean, JP mentioned on the last episode, he had Kelsey to hit a hundred receiving yards and, and he had two yards yeah. short. I, I took yeah, him, but, I took him up on that bet too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you wouldn't have expected uh, Mahomes to miss a full quarter of that game. So <laughs> exactly. unfortunately exactly. stuff happens. So, 
Um, yeah, my Chiefs gauntlet team actually was just like five points short because of that. Had Mahomes played the whole game, I would have definitely got right because I somehow got Mahomes yeah. and Kelsey, but I wasn't able to to get over on that one. But overall, yeah. I think that we were, you know, obviously the Mahomes injury was part of it, and you know, if you bet on the Giants to do anything, you know, you basically kind of busted. Like I figured at least at the end they would get something going, but they didn't. And, yeah, I think you know, we both took uh, Richie James later in our drafts because we thought, yeah, you know, yeah. somebody's got somebody somebody's got to win it. But yeah, it ended up being Matt Breida on a trick play, you know, like fifteen yards yeah. out, and that was the only touchdown they scored. So turns out nobody had to do anything against exactly, the Eagles' exactly. defense. Um, so yeah, and so uh, you know, congratulations, we got uh, you know three best ball teams moving on. That's awesome. One of them sounds like they're. De facto eliminated, but you know, Isaiah hey. Pacheco is the only player that I have that I have Ooh. left in that because in that, like the, the Bills got eliminated. I had Diggs and Davis on that team, like it was, it, it's just, and then I had CD on that team too. Like it, it, that, yeah. they got me over, but it just didn't, it just didn't go well. It just, yeah, that was it. Well, at least we picked up wins along the way. Uh, my last weekend, I uh, did win on a best ball bet. Uh, so I was really excited about that. Definitely took advantage of the Mahomes limitations. But I also had Josh Allen, and he was pretty limited. That <sighs> team was really buoyed by uh, Christian Kirk, actually. So since you mentioned him, um, I also had a disappointing outing from Justin Jefferson. So I was just barely able to uh, make it into some uh, money in that team. And then I had a best ball team that was eight points shy of advancing because I decided to bet on Brock fucking Purdy. And <laughs> so did know, my dad. Shout, shout out to dad who had two Niner stack teams and busted. You know, he, he you're not the only one, dad. Uh, yeah, no. And, you know, certainly there's a lot of people out there. He went from QB1 to well, he QB2, wasn't actually. QB2, actually. He was, oh, he was QB2. Dak was, was QB1 the first week, yeah. Ah, okay, because I didn't see the remeasure after uh, yeah. Monday night. So, uh, yeah, but he just went gangbusters the first week and then didn't even put up a single touchdown. I mean, really didn't give you much of anything nine to work points. with. Nine, nine yeah, points. I, nine. I mean, that's not a winning formula. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, we broke down how a best ball draft was going to play out at this point with, uh, you know, four teams left uh, and or four teams being able to advance and you need a quarterback to be competitive. You know, Brock Purdy was a great pick because if you advanced, you had a quarterback. Whereas, you know, like like you're learning, if you had Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott, you didn't have a quarterback. So I, I stand by the pick, but I'm just really, really disappointed because I finally was ready to buy in the Purdy hype and he absolutely <laughs> let me down, but I really had nowhere else to turn to. Um, elsewhere, I, you know, I mentioned Josh Allen, I, I bet on him again for another weekend and he let me down again. Um, that's my side issue with Josh Allen. So Miles Sanders had a relatively disappointing day. As you mentioned, Kenneth Gainwell kind of popped off. Even Boston Scott popped off. I mean, Miles Sanders had 90 yards rushing. That, yeah, I was about to say, he didn't a have day. a disappointing, he didn't have a disappointing game. He just, unfortunately, everybody got in the end zone but him. Jalen Hurts ran one in, yeah. <laughs> you know, my, uh, Boston Scott and ran one in from the run yard line. Here's and Kenneth the thing. Gainwell had that long one. Yeah, if you give Sanders one of those touchdowns, he had 15 points. I mean, that's, exactly, that's, exactly. that's solid. Yeah, that's, that's solid that's, outing. Yeah. Um, so definitely couldn't have predicted the other two running backs scoring, unfortunately. And then you already mentioned our, uh, Hodgins pitfall, um, you know, 
Unfortunately, we believed in Daniel Jones to do something. That's the last time I do that. <laughs> uh, but some takes that I was right about, if you were going into DFS, uh, here listening to us, taking some of our analysis, we really highlighted the tight ends as being critical this weekend. You know, me and Stevan, I think we're both high on tight ends. Uh, Kelsey. Especially Dallas with, Goddard, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, just Kelsey without saying, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's just automatic. That was the easy, that was the easiest. Yeah. One. Like if, if Kelsey was not your, like if Kelsey was not your number one drafted tight end, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, saying, like, exactly. Just, exactly. That, that just, that's just a fact. Like don't, don't be cute. It's a no brainer. Travis Kelsey was, and is going to be going forward the best tight end in football. So yeah. honestly, if he wasn't, if he wasn't your number one drafted pass catcher, I mean, what kind of, what are you doing? We're almost at that I mean, you, point. You could take Chase you know? or something like that, but, but yeah, like yeah, a tight yeah. end, like, especially in battle Royale where you have to take a tight end, you know, if Kelsey's sitting there at your second pick or like your first pick, all the quarterbacks are gone. Take Travis Kelsey, please. Like don't, yeah. don't overthink it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then Goddard, you know, I highlighted him, Stevan. I know you said that he had the upside to be the number one tight end. Uh, c- uh clearly Kelsey m- matched that. Yeah, because, what are you going to do with Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Right. You know, like, but, but, uh, number two, I think, but yeah, we correctly identified Goddard as a great target. I know that I got him late. So hopefully you did too. Uh, Engram didn't have a bad day, not as good as he had been, but was still solid. Dawson Knox had quite a few points. Um, so, so we saw some good tight end performances. And then if you picked up ETN in your best in your daily fantasy or got him as a best ball rental, you were definitely happy with what ETN produced. And I highlighted him as kind of that, you know, one week play. So, um, so yeah, I was pretty happy with my results. I got a winning team. That's all you can ask for at this yeah. point. At least for me, I was happy to just get one in the winning column. Uh, so, uh, I'm free. My, you know, I don't have a best ball team in it. So my hands are kind of, oh, so yeah, your, yours was battle Royale, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I had that, yeah, so. I, I had a couple of winning teams in battle Royale, but not enough to make back the, what I put into battle Royale. So I kind of broke even almost. Yeah. Uh, I but, mean, you but, had, uh, you had a debt as big as the U S national debt going into <laughs> <laughs> with your best ball. Not, not, uh, yeah. Not necessarily, but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, obviously the strategy is different with best ball and battle Royale because battle Royale, you use them once you're done. Like, you know, that's your team, but with best ball, you want to draft for the future. Obviously that's over now, but I want to apologize to everyone on the podcast who took Jarek McKinnon that I told you, and I told you to take Jarek <laughs> McKinnon. I thought that Jarek McKinnon would have the opportunities near the goal line. You know, they love those packages where they pull everybody to the right and Jarek McKinnon goes out to the left. Mahomes throws him the short pass and a touchdown. He had scored a touchdown in every game, um, you know, seven straight games leading up to this. I thought that Pacheco would run hard and, you know, be on the running plays. And he, and he, and he was like, I think he had, you know, 90 yards or so and had a couple of, he even caught a couple of passes too. But when Mahomes went down, McKinnon just kind of, you know, lost his value because he wasn't that, you know, gadget player that you can, you know, throw quick throws to and get a whole bunch of yards. So, you know, McKinnon busted and I was totally wrong on that. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Uh, Totally understood where you were coming from there. Uh, I was a little worried about his touchdown dependency, it seemed. Um, And, you know, yeah, the game script really just didn't favor him this past weekend. Of course, you can't plan for Mahomes missing a quarter, getting injured like he did. That was the main thing that kept him from really kept him from the end zone, because honestly, that play Kelsey's second touchdown is what McKinnon was scoring on, you know, for the majority of the time, like when he was whatever, like they pulled everyone, you know, they pulled the guys to the right. They put, you know, Juju at the top of the screen on the other side, and then they had the wide receivers bunched up and then they throw it to McKinnon. He gets a touchdown. 
Well, Kelsey somehow was able to not yeah. know, be, to go into the end zone untouched when Chad Henney threw yeah. it all that time. Yeah, I was going to say, so, that was the Henney security blanket. They just, like, threw, throw it up for Kelsey. Like, he'll, he'll he somehow was able to get wide open, like, it, it, into the end zone for some reason. You know, thanks, Jacksonville defense. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's it. That's was, it. It was a true uh, fuck it, Kelsey, somewhere down there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, let's get into the, the next six-pack, and we definitely are confident that we will get more than one of these. This time. Absolutely. I'm going to break down the NFC Championship game once because I believe that game is actually first. I, it I is. That yeah. game is first, yeah. So I'm going to take the under here. I, th- I definitely think this, this like the Dallas game, is going to be a defensive struggle. I think that both defenses are elite. They're the two best defenses in football. That rules the day. And I think that, you know, as we discussed on the analysis thing, the Eagles are going to win because of Hertz's running ability and you know the ability to throw downfield on the run. But I definitely think that this is going to go under 46 and a half points. I also think, you know, Dallas Goddard scored in the first game. I think that he's going to score in the second game as well because they're going to have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith well covered because you know those guys can beat you on one play. Dallas Goddard is more of a kind of a George Kittle-like guy where he, you know, hits those, like, you know, routes in the middle of the field and things of that nature, which if you're playing the defense that, you know, the Niners like to play, it's going to be open. So that's what's going to happen there. And um, because of that, too, I'm not taking him for a touchdown, but I'm definitely taking Kittles over in this game. I think when Brock Purdy's looking for somebody and, you know, Debo's not out there, uh, you know, on a deep route or, Jawan Jennings isn't out there on a deep route or Ayuk's not there on like a go route or something like that. You know, they looks for Kittle in the middle of the field and he can make some of those diving bobbled catches like he made against Dallas. So I definitely think he goes over his 46 and a half receiving yards. And those are my picks for the NFC championship game. Yeah, absolutely. Solidarity. Uh, Finally curated and crafted. I'll go ahead and take the main event, the big game, uh, the rematch of the century. Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow, Chiefs versus Bengals in prime time under the lights of Arrowhead. Give me a mix and touchdown. You know, uh, we, we kind of didn't talk about this uh, earlier and, you know, what we got right and wrong. But, I mean, Stevan, I know you had Mixon on several teams. He paid off for you big time, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I gave him a second chance because I knew for them to win, he would have to have like a big game and he did, you know, like that's, that's what yeah. ended up happening. So, uh, you know, like Shrek said, I'm a believer now and uh, I'm definitely on board with the mix and touchdown. It's really hard to tell what the game script is going to be like here, but we, we do know is that Mixon can catch the ball and run the ball. That gives him a little bit of dual threat. Um, I think that there is the chance that the Chiefs are trying to do a bend but don't break on defense, and that gets them inside the five-yard line and gives the opportunity for Mixon to run it in short. I also think that the Bengals could shoot out to a lead and you know maybe run it out more. So I think Mixon will have the opportunities here where I thought against the Bills it was going to be more of a shootout. I don't think that Mahomes is going to be able to make this a shootout. So I think that changes the game script there. Um, Bengals are going to want to run the clock out. So Mixon touchdown is my first pick there. Um, On the other side of the ball, because Mahomes is hurting a little bit, I think there's going to be a lot of Pacheco handoffs. And Pacheco was hot, quickly hit his over last week. We are going to take Pacheco's over at 50 and a half rushing yards again this week. I think this is something that could hit in the first half. You know, Mahomes is is going to be trying to manage this pain um, before they get 
maybe too far down or too far up. They're going to try to work in the run game so it doesn't have to all fall on Mahomes. Uh, Pacheco has a prime opportunity here and has the upside of getting, you know, six yards of carry. I mean, this is a pretty low line for as much as they might try to run if the it's ball under as 60, much as they take can. It. If it's under 60, yeah. take it. Take it without hesitation, I would say. And then finally rounding out the six-pack, pick number six is a little bit of a sleeper pick. And we tried, you know, we tried to do this with Hodgins, so we'll see how this one goes. But we are going to take uh, my namesake, Tyler Boyd. And we're going to take him over on his receiving yards, 32 and a half here. When we look at what the Chiefs are going to try to do defensively, obviously you're going to try to stop Jamar Chase. Uh, T. Higgins hasn't really been all that consistent. And I feel like from watching the games that Boyd is almost getting more looks than Higgins. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I, I, I think not, Boyd has... not connecting as much lately. And also, you know, right. the Hurts, Hurts, Hurts. Hurst, Hayden Hurst of the Bengals had one of the had probably his best game as a Bengal last week on, you know, because he was open and he was able to, you know, fill the space basically. And that's what Boyd usually does, you know, as the third wide receiver. I think that, you know, 32 and a half is as low as I've ever seen from from Tyler Boyd. You know, they love to pass the shit out of the ball with Joe Burrow and he spreads it around. But yeah, like this, this is something that could easily like this could hit on like the first drive of the game. You know, yeah, the first time he, he could game, have a 35 yard they, catch. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, not necessarily a 35 yard catch, but they cover Chase well, right? Higgins isn't open. He throws it to Boyd for nine yards and he throws it to Boyd for 13 yards and then he throws it to Boyd for another, you know, 12 yards and then boom. Yeah. 35, yeah. 35 yards. So that, that's the way that the Bengals, you know, run offense basically. So yeah, I, I think that Boyd's on like over is really, really low. And I think you should definitely take it. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of the dark horse candidate in that offense, uh, Burrow does like to spread it around. Uh, he makes sure everyone has an opportunity. Boyd might be able to make the most of that opportunity on, uh, you know, yeah. Three catches for 33 yards is cer- mm-hmm. surely within his, uh, range of outcomes here. So, uh, yeah, so that'll do it. So for our six pack this week, we got Eagles, Niners under Goddard TD, Kittle over receiving yards. You got the Mixon touchdown, Pacheco over rushing yards, and Tyler Boyd over receiving yards. And that is going to be ice cold, ready to go for you this weekend. Hopefully, we'll hit a little harder than it did last weekend. Yeah, I, um, I think I can pretty confidently say we're going to get at least two of these. <laughs> you know, like that's <laughs> which is the that, bar. Yeah, yeah. And it's a pretty low bar, but I definitely think that confidently speaking, you know, the teams are a little bit better, you know, and things of that nature. Like this is the uh, you know, AFC and NFC championship game, everybody's going to be on their best. So I definitely think that, you know, we're going to hit more than more than one. That's what we yep. did. We set the bar low for ourselves with those picks so that now we're just going to keep rising throughout the rest of the time. Yeah. So definitely make sure you stay tuned. Uh, you know, our last edition of NFL picks will be, of course, for the big game in a couple weeks. But until then, uh, definitely follow our Twitter at Solidarity SN. And our Instagram, Solidarity Sports Network, where uh, Steven will be posting um, on Twitter some daily fantasy picks and betting lines for NBA. You know, as the NFL season wraps up, we are going to foray into the NBA. And you can and start we already seeing have. that. Uh, we, we, yeah. we, I did a six-pack on Tuesday and four out of six hit. And then they took one of them away from us. I'm still mad about that. They took the Miles Turner rebound away at the last minute, and I missed out on $50 on a parlay, but it is what it is. You know, uh, four out of six is pretty good. So, you know, tune in, like, you know, 
check our Twitter whenever you can. And, you know, three, two, three times a week, I'll post some NBA picks. Yeah, we're excited to start venturing into NBA um, and we'll open that door more later. But for now, that's been our episode. Thank you for joining and we'll hear from you next time. Good luck betting, guys.